All right, guys, welcome back to What the Puck. This is season two, episode 13. As always, I'm Rob Zadick along with co host Tom McMahon. Hope you all had a fine Thanksgiving as we took a week off last week. I'm going to update us on our polls as we kept those going. Over the past two weeks, Tom, I went 55. What? what? Nothing. Went 55 and 44. Rob went 65 and 34. And the fans went 61 and 38. I'm going to go over the overall scores on the season. We're, what, 328 games in, you said? Yes, sir. I am 189 and 139. Rob is 202 and 126. And the fans are 186 and 142. So Rob has taken a 13 game lead in the standings. And I right now have a three-game lead over the fans. So the fans have definitely caught up with me the past two weeks. And Rob has taken strides clearly in first. So got Good a job, way. fans. Good job. We got a long way to go. Long way to go. We know 13 games is, is definitely doable, especially with all how many games go on each night. So, again, keep voting on the polls. Keep asking us questions. That's exactly what we're going to hop into next. Timmy Kunz, I think we believe we got one question, which is a pretty good one. Yeah, so the one and only question would be, who would be your MVP throughout the season so far? Go ahead, you can, you, you're going to give the obvious one, go ahead. I mean, there's, there's, a, few, there's a few options here, but the fr- I mean, for me, the front runner right now has to be Alex Ovechkin. They got a, a team that's playing at the top of the league all season, and he's third and no second in points he's had a mcdavid now it's just it's just crazy for this guy to to have as many points as he does and he leads the league in, in uh even strength points which i think is pretty cool because you think of alex ovechkin you think of a guy who's scoring goals on the power play at, at all times but i mean for him to have 37 points already three points away from leon dreisada for the league lead he's at a 1.6 1.6 point per game pace so i mean i don't see him you know continuing this stretch all season long. I don't think he's going to put up 130 points this year, but he is just on fire right now, and he's got their team playing at a at a top five in the league pace. So I'm going to have to go with Alex Ovechkin. I'll go with Jacob Markstrom. Um, I think he's second right now in the Vesna polls. Um, he's played 17 games. He's got nine wins, four losses, um, and four overtimes. Shutouts, <laughs> five shutouts, five shutouts out of seventeen. So that's basically almost, almost. That's like one every three and a half games. That's like record breaking. Yep, one point seven five goals against average, and uh, only thirty goals against. Um, on a t- on a Calgary team that's that's not that good, player for player, um, they're up there, front runners to win the Stanley Cup, and that's that has to do with him. That's because he's he's shutting it down. It's a big body in that. He's six six. Um, he's got a lot of experience in the NHL. I know he's on Vancouver for a long time. Um, but, uh, this is probably the best season he's having so far. And it's because of his play that the Calgary Flames are way ahead of the NHL. So that'd be my MVP vote. If you had to give a, like a, like who's going to win the heart, not goaltender. Who do you think takes it though? If you're like a forward wise, who's been the best forward so far? Oh, an MVP? Like, like a, a true, a true yeah. heart? Um, like you look at the leader, you got Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Johnny Goudreau, Troy Terry's up there. I got a bunch of guys that are up there. Yeah, I, I, I would like I would like to say Alex Ovechkin. Yeah, which it's is okay to yeah. agree with you. But Why wouldn't you be able to? That's, I mean, that makes perfect sense. The question was MVP or Hart. MVP. MVP. I just oh, okay. I extended I it. Right, I extended so. it because today I saw a lot of accounts. They they went over there. It was like first quarter of the season. It was like the Norris power rankings. And actually, I saw Ekblad at one, Yossi at two, and Fox at three. I saw that with Kel McCarr, who's been heating up right behind him. So I, I think, yeah, I think Kel McCarr is going to take that. But that's that's a whole different topic. I think he's really heating up. Uh, so a lot of suspensions happened recently. Um Brennan Lemieux was suspended five games for biting Brady Kachuk's hand in a scrum post-play. Um, I mean, this is just a wild situation. I don't think we've really ever seen anything happen like this in probably a long time, back before 
you know, back when the game wasn't as structured as it was today. But, you know, I remember I was watching the highlights and he you could hear him screech when um, Brendan bit his bit his hand. Uh, your opinion, do you think five games is is right? Is it enough? Do you think it could have been more? I think you, it's too much. You think it's... Um, what, you want me to expand yeah, on that? Yeah, go for it. Guy, the guy bit him. I mean, it's it's like unprecedented. Um, but if we're obviously, it's not the worst thing in the world. Uh, Kachuk got a boo boo, um, and, and listen, I'm I'm a Kachuk guy. I'm b- both of them. And I like both of them, but it, it's it's a bite. I mean, it, five games is like five games is normally like a hit to the head or like a slew foot or something. That, you know, biting. I mean, the guy didn't like pierce skin or anything like that. And like, he was well, bleeding. He I, was bleeding. His hand came up. It was up like, fresh. holy shit, let's, let's rush him to the hospital for a fucking tetanus shot. Like, like it was a big deal. It was like, it, it's it's one of those it's one of those plays where the player's, I guess, suspension history comes into, comes into fact. And that's when we look at that and be like, what type of player is he? And then that's when we based off the ruling. But like, five games for biting? I don't know. To me, if anything, he hurt himself. He could have picked up some fucking bad bacteria in his mouth. That's, that's the way I look at it. But like... I don't know. I, I can't see someone get five games, five games for biting somebody's hand, and then same thing five, you know, five games or normally like one game for a fucking legit charge or a hit to the head or some shit like that. Like it's just a, it's unequal. So I think a nice, I think a nice chunky fine would have been nice. Maybe one game. Seriously, but uh, five games, yeah, and nah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm okay with the five games. I think it was. Since he had the hearing, I think everyone knew it was going to be somewhere between five and ten games. So I guess they gave him the minimum of that, which was the five. I guess you got to set the president like you can't have this happen again. Because obviously if you have people in scrums now biting, I mean, hopefully it'll never get to this. But say biting and they're only getting a fine for it. I mean, you know, some of these players, anger can really get to them. And clearly that's what happened for him to to bite someone. But There was a a crazy quote by Brady Kachuk after the game, and I'll read it for you guys. This is Kachuk towards Lemieux. He goes, the guy's just a joke. He shouldn't be in the league. This guy's gutless. No other team wants him. He's going to keep begging to be in the NHL, but no other team is going to want him. He's an absolute joke. I can't even wrap my head around it. People don't even do this. He's just a bad guy. He also said, it's outrageous. Kids don't even do this anymore. Babies do that. I don't know what he was thinking. Um, so him coming out saying that his teammates don't even want him. Like, other than, like I think that's a little wild. His brother also came out. Math, uh, Matthew also said, I agree with Brady's statement. So this is where a bunch of stuff comes up here. Well, right away, Jonathan Quick came out and backed up Brennan Lemieux. Be like, okay, he made a mistake, but we love him around the locker room. That's just lies, whatever Brady's saying, that his teammates don't like him. Clearly, his teammates do. And there's a little backstory behind this, is that their Brady's father and Brennan's father used to have, like we like to call, beef back in the day. Keith Kachuk and Claude Lemieux used to fight all the time back in the day. And now there's some conspiracy here that, you know, Keith Kachuk was talking shit to his kids about Claude Lemieux and now and vice versa and now in today's era they go against each other and there's still that that hate towards each other so I think that's a little crazy but I mean do you think that it's wrong for Brady to say something like that like no, he could say whatever he wants I don't what bring his father into it no I'm not saying bring no, his father into it I'm saying say something like Oh, his teammates don't even like him. Like, I think that's a little... No, far-fetched. words are words. Yeah. Six and stones may break your bones, but words will never harm you. Same thing with the Panarin-Marshan incident. <laughs> grow up. Like, grow up, Panarin. I mean, seriously. I mean, I don't know if anyone's read into that. I don't even know if we're going to talk about that. I mean, but whatever. It's fucking well, word. It's no one word knows what they said. No, it's about the Russian thing. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, it's about Putin not liking him and yeah. shit. I, Professional athletes acting like fucking children again. Like, just... You can say what you want to say. That's it. it it's words. It's yeah. words. When it comes into action, like biting somebody, okay. And we went a little too far. But the, the, the problem here lies with biting at five games. Because if biting's five games, a hit to the head that could be a possibly career-ending injury should be fucking 82 games. The way I see it. Mm-hmm. That, like that, that's the problem with our suspension system is that we give this guy five games 
and then we'll give Chris Simon of the New York Islanders fucking like twelve games. Fair, almost for, stepping for, on him. <laughs> forget the step. Yeah. How about whacking Ryan Holick in the fucking mouth full speed? Like that. See, f- that's that's what I think it was twelve. Was it twelve games or yeah, twenty games? Okay, whatever. Bad. That's twelve. Twelve to that's twelve to like twenty more games and then a bite. See, I got a I got a serious problem. The game, with that. Yeah. The game also wasn't the game also that. wasn't as structured as it was now. Like I'm saying, that's that's when I was saying I was like. I feel like biting someone back in the early 2000s or mid 2000s, like you, not so you'd get away with it, but it wasn't as like, obviously media wasn't as strong as it was. So like, okay, earlier this season, Gabriel Langdeskog got suspended two games for a hit to the or a hit to the yeah, head or a charge. That was okay. nasty. That was nasty. That that was nasty. That's only worth one more game than the little fucking bite on the guy's hand. I know. I know. See, that's that's that's, that's problematic to me. So it's either increase. It's either increase those. Increase those suspensions or decrease the bite, and I can't see somebody increasing the hit to the heads and the hit from behinds because sometimes it's not their fault. Sometimes players turn their back. Sometimes players try to move out of the way, and their players no no more else to do but drive a shoulder into his face. Sometimes it's just that type of scenario. So instead of driving that up, you got to drive the bite down. You have to. Yeah, I, I just don't think anyone will ever bite anyone again for a long, long time. That's it's what gross. I think. Truthfully, yeah, I don't think I don't. Know. It was just inhumane. I don't see. Another bite hap, another bite incident happening in the NHL for a, a long time, maybe ever. So, another suspension that happened recently. Brad Marchand suspended three games for a slew foot. Um, a lot of people are very, I guess, upset about it about the suspension just due to the fact that PK Subban has slew footed multiple slew footed. Is that how you say it? I don't even know. Multiple players this year and. The one on Trevor Zegras, he ended up getting a $15,000 fine on, but people are going a little crazy because Brad Marchand's first slew foot of the year, he gets suspended three games. I agree with this suspension because this one was way more vicious than any of Subban's like, combined. And like people are going to bring up the Sammy Blay incident, but that wasn't a slew foot. Like, that really wasn't Subban's fault. It just happened that he was right behind him when it happened. But... I believe this slew foot was vicious, and whereas Subans are way more subtle, so, but it looks like they're starting to really crack down on it because I feel like before this year you didn't even hear about slew like slew foots wasn't even talked about as much. Like I feel like this year it's been talked about more than ever because it happens all the time, and I think players are just fed up with it. Happens all the time. Yeah, I, I that's it's been saying. happening for years yeah. off the face off. Uh-huh. Just people don't want to step up and say anything till now. I'm just saying, yeah, this year you hear it, you're yeah. hearing about it way more than ever. So, uh, are you fine with him getting suspended three games, or do you think depends? It's on are, you, are you fine with Are you fine with Lemieux getting five games for biting? <laughs> yeah, I am fine with him getting five games for biting. Then I'm no, I'm not fine with this. Then the slew foot should be 41 games, half a season. Because we watch someone, because we watch someone else get partially slew footed, not really, but out for the out for the year. So a slew foot can result in somebody missing, missing the entire season. So I just think, look, I just think the biting incident. It's because it's so like weird. It's a weird like we can't have people biting each other. I think it's like just setting an example rather than like the actual injury aspect of it. Whereas this the slew foot by Marchand was very very dangerous. Well, not that Subans weren't dangerous, but. I, I would like to say not as dangerous, but I mean, mm-hmm. I could see more suspensions coming out this season just because how common it's been happening. I think slew footing is dangerous. Oh, de- definitely. Right. Clearly. More dangerous than biting, I think. But, I mean, Ryan Reeves got hurt a little bit because of the, the, the preseason one by Subban. Yep. So it's crazy to say because P.K. Subban, I feel like back in the the Montreal days was like, like loved around the league i feel like he was you know a lot even you know fans outside of montreal really respected suban and liked him as a player he was an all-star then he won a norris right i'm pretty sure he won a norris uh and now he's turning into a people would call him a dirty player pk sluban so it's just weird how time changes speaking of the devils jack hughes extension eight years eight million they are fully committed to this guy. Um, yeah, he did win a, uh, a Norris in 2013. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the number I'm fine with, the years I'm fine with. He just tr- truly hasn't proven himself to the to the max yet. 
He made his return last night. Did they, uh, I don't even know if they won. Devils won last night. They lost 5-2 in his return. <laughs> but Jack Hughes did make his return to the lineup last night after signing this huge extension. Uh, thoughts? Uh, he, he, wait, did you just say he didn't prove his potential yet? Fully, no. He's been hurt. But yeah. you're okay with 8 times 8 Yeah, because... Okay. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Get the... Bro, no way. It's the how market. is that how is that possible? The market. How could you be happy with that? Because the market. The market like that you're in right now, eight million dollars like three years from now, Jack Hughes, you could be like, oh my god, how is Jack Hughes only making eight million dollars? Like that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm very so I'm I'm I wanna see what So so if the Rangers did something very similar right now, you'd be okay with that? To Kaka? No, with Lafreniere. Because he hasn't shown his full potential yet. And you'd be you'd be okay seeing You'd be like, yeah, Lafreniere, he deserves eight times eight. Because cause in years from years from now, he's eight million is going to be like, why is he only making that? Does that make any sense? I mean, I, Lafreniere hasn't showed what Jack Hughes showed. Jack Hughes is sh- Jack true. Hughes has not showed anywhere near eight times eight. Not anywhere near eight times eight. All right, eight, all right. Maybe the number's a little high, but I mean. Both of them are high. No. The number? Both of them. I mean, locking up a number one overall pick in the league is not. I'm go. I'm go with four. I'm go with like four times five. I'm good with that. That's a, that's a happy number, for me. I got him for four years. I'm only paying him about five million dollars. I mean, I just I think it's like you look at a guy like Jack Hughes and you see what he can do. Like you under like he's also been through so much through his career with injuries and stuff, and him being just not in the best situation as a whole. And you see as this team is slowly t- – I mean, he's had the way – he started the year this year, unbelievable. Just on it's cr- Last year he started it good too. Just injuries have really hurt him so far. But if he can catch a stride, like he easily is a point-per-game if player. If injuries are a problem, that, beca- that means a player is now injury-prone. And if a player is injury-prone that early into, into his career, signing him eight times eight might be the biggest mistake your franchise makes in a long time. Okay. That's – and for you to be happy with that and then also say, like, he hasn't shown his potential yet is kind of like... I mean, he's shown... You're going against your word. Strides of his potential in certain situations, different stretches. You're like, oh, wow, this guy, like, he has it. Like, he 100% has it. Where I haven't seen that from a player like Lafreniere. I really haven't. I haven't seen him be the number one guy on the ice, take over the play. The Rangers versus the Devils. It's very hard for Lafreniere to become the number one guy. I know, because of the situation that he's in. Because what do you mean the situation like, that he's in? How, about the, team, how about the team that he's on? I know, one's on the Devils, one's on the Rangers. I'm saying Lafreniere isn't the number one or number two or number three option on that team. Because they are way more stacked than the Devils are. Right. But I'm saying what he's shown on the Devils, the mo- like the, the opening night, even that... He gets more ice time than Lafreniere. Yes. Because he's on a weaker team. And he also goes against the top defensive pairings every night. It's like, it goes both ways. I'm just saying, he has shown way more to this... that. What, that he can be successful at the NHL level way more than what Lafreniere has. And this isn't even a Jack Hughes Lafreniere But if the debate. Devils are trying to win a cup, they're not, they're not going to do it by signing this guy that they see whatever type of – which I know they are trying to go for a cup or else they wouldn't be signing Dougie Hamilton and Adam Gra- uh, Adam Gra- <laughs> Ryan Graves. You know they're trying to win a cup, and the way to not win a cup is by signing a, signing a young player that's probably your best one of your top three forwards on the team, which you just said that he's getting this tons of ice time to eight times eight. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. Either Why? A, because either A, he's going to turn out to be like an Austin Matthews, and yeah, you hit a home run, like, oh my God, we should have signed him for 10 times 10. Or the more probable option, which I'd say this is going to happen 90% of the time, is he's going to turn out like any other first-round pick, like a like Rasmus Dahlin was a forward, and you're going to just have a just an awesome first-round or first-overall pick, and then that's it. Five years from now, you trade him to somebody else, and then just plays out like he normally plays out. He ain't no shining star. He he ain't no like he ain't no Eichel, McDavid, Ekblad. No, he's he, not. He, he's and not that's why that. he only got eight. And that's why eight million in three. Because the market is always the market in hockey is trending up. The average contract. It can't be trending up without the salary cap not moving. You can't be trending up. Well, you, can't, sir, you can't be trending up contracts. Player players will be getting more money. Like it's just then you're gonna have to rely a lot more on these. What they call what do they call it? the the Buffalo Sabres special the one year seven hundred fifty thousand dollar contracts right because those contracts are more important than your McDavid ten million dollar contracts because what happens when you're in a situation like the Edmonton Oilers or like the New York Rangers when you have so much capital locked up in a certain amount of players is that you don't make it past the first fucking round you don't go anywhere near a cup because you don't you're not paying your fourth and third liners that which much which is why eight million is not a bad number it's I not. think it's a horrible number because he's not worth eight million 
He's not worth $8 million. Yeah, you're playing him to his bones, but he ain't going anywhere near a Stanley Cup with $8 million of your 80, with 10% of your cap locked into a first overall pick that has only played, that has only proven himself, I don't know, like two years. And it's not like he's fucking unbelievable. He played less than a full year last year and then. Right. So now he's injury prone on top of that. So eight years, what does he play? Maybe six and a half seasons? He's played. No, what is he going to play? Maybe six and a half because he's injury prone? Hopefully all eight. I mean, that's not probable. It's just it, it, it's still like a number one overall pick. Like it's then then if that if that's what you're basing it on when when the Rangers do something stupid and sign Lafreniere to this money, I don't want to hear that it's a bad deal. Because Lafreniere has shown nothing to me. Like he hasn't. Like I think this guy has shown nothing. This guy way has shown more nothing. though. Way more like when you watch Jack Hughes play, you watch him with the puck. You watch him although like his sock. And I we ju- we ju- we're talking in circles now. We just went over why that the case is because he is a top three player on that team. Yeah. Devils don't have a Norris Trophy winner. They never. The Devils I know, but I don't, don't have a, the top left winger in the entire NHL. I know, but that's even when Lafreniere was playing, he had he had line, even when he's on the power play with with Panarin or on a line with Panarin. He, he doesn't play with Panarin. Well, he has before. Well, he has last year. He definitely played on that line. Well, before, he has. 100%. He played. Nope. He played with Zabinajad and Kreider last year. He did not play with Panarin. Panarin has never left Strom's side. Point is that he didn't impress me. And if Jack Hughes was on a line with. Zibanejad and whoever that was, I guarantee he would have excelled more. Is all I'm saying. Where I think a player That's like differences in players. Where, where Kako, or Capo, Kako Capo, no Capo Capo Kako, whatever his fucking name is, is has shown way more than what Lafreniere showed. Because Laf because Kako is a better fit with people like Pinarin and Strom. Lafreniere is not. Obviously, Lafreniere is more with more of the side of let me play with Hedl and Julian Gauthier. That's why. I just, I, I just can't, I just can't, I, I mean, I, you be happy with that number, be happy with the number. But the Rangers do the same thing, I don't want to hear it. Because it's, it's the same fucking scenario, because neither player, ha- both players have potential, but neither of them improved it. And Jack Hughes has a better chance of proving it, because he plays more, but the Rangers have a better chance of winning the Stanley Cup. So, t- take that information, and we'll see from here. Okay, I just think they're committing to their, their team. This is, these are the guys that they're going to win with. That's all I'm saying. It's not not probable. They 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 be they'd overachieve if they made the second round of the playoffs. They would overachieve. Well, I'm not saying this year. I'm You're saying, saying in these eight years coming up. Yes, okay. they're that's their goal. They're they have Nico Heischer, Jack Hughes, Dougie Hamilton. I Half think. reviewers don't even know who Nico Heischer is, and that's sad because he's not that good either. Yeah, he's he's not. another he's... first round pick. So here you go. Didn't he go number one? Nico he Heischer? did go number one. So picture picture Nico Heischer in the same scenario as Jack Hughes, and you're paying him eight times eight. And he turns out to be another Nico Heischer. That'd be sad. That'd be sad. I but guarantee it, you half of you, you got, don't even know who Nico Heischer is. You got to look at the situation. It's like, okay, now you sign, like you said, Jack Hughes to the four years, five mil, right? No, no, no. The, well, the situation you should look at now is that you got a first overall pick. You played, you played him for two years. Obviously, you think he's worth eight point eight million. Maybe there's another team out there that's, I mean, right, that's willing look, to take the risk. Because right? if they're in this win now mentality, which I just went through, that they are, then they should not be taking risks. I don't think the Devils are in win now. I think the Devils are like, yes, they want to win now, but their if they future in, is. If they were not in win now mode, if they were not in win now mode, Dougie Hamilton would not have signed there. No, no. Don't th- you think the best defenseman in the league would want to win now? He don't give a fuck about building a team. He gives a fuck about money, and he gives a fuck about winning a Stanley Cup. He I wouldn't want. No. He would he not want. Mona. He's not money. Money was one. Clearly, no. money was one. That that makes that makes zero he, sense. To he me. went to the team that offered him the most money, and I'm, we all know that because if he wanted to win now, he would have taken less and stayed in Carolina, and Carolina would still be the best team in the league, one of the best teams in the league. He went to where money was best, and he went to New Jersey, okay, and that's plenty. But now they have him locked up for eight years. Now they have Jack Hughes locked up for eight years. You you think that? These players are just going to come together and like Stanley Cup this year. Like they they know that's not going to happen. They know that it it's it's a process to to find to bring a team together. I, I think they're in this win now mentality. I don't think so at all. They're too young to be win now. They're too young. And now you know how defensemen could be. Defensemen could be studs until they're thirty five years old. Clearly, you have players like Petrangelo and whoever, Shea Weber. These guys were in their prime until their mid thirties. So Dougie Hamilton can 
still he's in his prime right now can still be in his prime three four years from now Jack Hughes, who knows where he's going to be in two, three years. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah, who knows where Lafreniere is going to be in two to three years? Who knows where Kako is going to be in two to three I, years? I'll tell you who's – nobody knows, but I'll tell you who's willing to find out. Teams that are fucking struggling, not teams that are looking to win now. Here's where we disagree. We disagree on whether the Devils are in win-now mode or win-not win, or let's rebuild yeah. mode. That's where we disagree. They're not in rebuild. I think they're in – they're on the rise. They're not in, they're not in the either of rebuild or – No, they have to be in rebuild. If they, if they just got a first overall pick – Three years ago, they're still in rebuild mode. The, the Rangers technically are still in rebuild mode. But they're so that's equi- so it's the equivalence of the Devils and the Rangers. That's literally what you could say. They're no, they're not t- even close. They're not even close because the range because the Rangers rebuild mode is is unique with uh, to any other team in the league besides your other five original six teams. That we're we're, uni- we're unique in the way that we could rebuild five times as fast as anybody else because people be, people have a desire to play for us. That, and, the, that, and the league that, gives you guys lottery picks. Okay, you want to keep saying that. That that's why the Rangers are unique. So the Rangers are a special case. But if you put the Devils in any other close scenario to any other team in the league which right now they're looking like columbus and new jersey are like in this like same fucking spot they basically have the same record they're basically in the same division if they played each other 10 times it'll probably go to overtime seven times that's probably where they are and basically both of those teams are in rebuild mode rebuild mode but that's what right i mean one team has all their best players leaving and then the devils have teams where the top defense the top defensemen went to that team so there's they're not in the same spectrum at all and the Devils are a better team than the Columbus Blue Jackets. Just because the Columbus Blue Jackets are, are, had a good first quarter of the season, they could still be a lottery team by the end of the year, and I wouldn't be surprised if they are. That's all I'm saying. Don't compare. I don't think Columbus and the Devils are in the same, the same length, but I don't think the Devils are a, even a playoff team yet. I never said they are. So I guess you could technically say they're rebuilding. I think they are. They're just in the wrong division. All right, you could technically... All right, so you're saying if a team isn't on... Win now mode, then they're on rebuild mode. Is no, that what not you're at saying? All. Not at, so then not. you have to expand on that because I think the Devils are yes, getting better. Like they're shri- they're climbing up the mountain, is what I'll say. They've they're, been climbing up the mountain for too long. They've been climbing climbing up the mountain since 2012. That's the last time they were fucking. Well, then they had the rebuild. How long world? is their rebuild? Because well, the, the, because the Rangers rebuild was only fucking. The Rangers rebuild is still going on, but the Rangers. The Rangers ended their rebuild, like ended their dynasty in 2017 with a loss to the Ottawa Senators. That's when the Rangers basically, that was when that era was over. And now look, now the Rangers all of a sudden are fucking back to like where they were in like 2010-ish is where I would say we are now. The Devils, on the other hand, are now this is now ten years later from the last time they were significant, and they still are not there. But the, here's the problem: they're in win now mode, but they're also you could be in both modes. And if you're in both, <laughs> you could be in both modes. The Rangers are in both modes. I just explained to you why the Rangers are in both modes. The Rangers are in both modes. The Rangers got a first overall pick, and now all of a sudden the Rangers are fucking top ten in the league right now because the Rangers obviously had the Rangers are. The Rangers are a special case because they had a fucking shit coach last year. Because we had a great team with fucking shit luck. Is what, so I, I can't even like uh, compare the Devils to the Rangers. I, I, I Explain to me. Explain to me how the Rangers are not a special case. When you had a Norris Trophy winner last year, you have the, you have the best left winger in the league. Two years ago, you had a fucking guy put up, was, put up a ridiculous amount of goals in like a 57-game span. And then all of a sudden, last year, you get the first overall pick. Like to me, that makes that, that yeah, makes it doesn't no make sense. any sense. Right, that's because I think the, it's the league needing the no, Rangers to be good. That is nothing. No, that and now you're gonna bring up the fucking league is cheating. They, they are cheating. No, the, the Rangers are have a, the Rangers have a special case. Rangers have a special. They case. did. They but got no, very lucky. The, you don't no. use the word unlucky with the Rangers because they're the luckiest no, the franchise de- in the world. The de- the Devils are in rebuild mode. They were in rebuild mode, and this year now they're in win now mode. They they have now they are now this year 2021 2022 in win now mode. They are in win now mode because they picked up people like Graves. They picked up people like Hamilton, Thomas they, Tatar, Thomas, T- Thomas. Thomas Tatar. Th- that's why you look at the, they're not winning a cup. Like this team is not good enough to win a cup. There's zero percent chance they go win a cup. Like they're, they're not. Like I, obviously not zero, but this team is not good. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Is what I'm saying. They're only going to get better. And what I think is that yes, you take a risk on a guy. Now I wouldn't even call it a risk. Why? But why are you the team taking the risk? What do you mean? Because you don't give this guy four years, five million, and then after the four years, in three years from now, he puts up over a point per game, and now he's a unrestricted free agent, and Jack Hughes can go where the fuck he wants. And now you're a Devils fan, and you're like, why didn't we lock him up for eight years? That's why. 
And you, you don't you don't take a like it's not like it's not that why, big of a risk. Why? Because, because that's more prob that's more probable than the other way around that you sign him to four to five years and now he doesn't put up a point per game and now you're like holy fuck why didn't why didn't we sign him for four years we got him for eight years now no other team's gonna want him for a fucking eight million dollar a year contract. You you think his success is is more probable than than his failure? Yes, I disagree. Because with he's that. the number one overall draft. Pick. I disagree with that yeah. on every single level. He's twenty years old. It is it is so, it is it is. I think it is ten times easier for a player to fail in this league than to succeed. Definitely, but number one so, overall picks doesn't matter. They usually prevail. The players the, that to me picks picks mean shit. To be honest with you, because how many times is the first overall pick the best fucking pick from the lottery? Seriously, a lot. A lot. Rarely. Rarely. Oh, I disagree. Rarely. I think no, a lot. Of, even rarely. if he's not the best in the draft, a lot, most number one overall picks prevail. They ended up. Be, they ended up being really. Yeah. You want to go through the last couple number one picks and see who prevailed? Yeah. Go ahead. I will. Go ahead. I, bro, I can name them on fucking one hand. I can name them on one hand since 2010. Who's good and who's not? Bro, we won't count the last three years because those two players haven't shown their potential. You got them up yet? Yeah. Go ahead. Let's see. First overall picks. Go ahead. So we got Mc... I'll just tell you right now. You got, right. Obviously, you got, you got McDavid, McKinnon, Matthews. Those are your three. Right. Maybe Aaron Ekblad is four. All right, ready? All right, let me hear the other one. 2016, Matthews. One. Top five player in the league. One. Connor McDavid, best Two. player in the league. Aaron Ekblad. Three. Nathan McKinnon. Four. Nail Yakov. Nail Yakovov. Bust. Bust. Biggest oh. bust ever. Yeah, I'm waiting for five. Ryan no. Nugent Hopkins. Waiting for five. Taylor Hall. Waiting for five. Taylor Hall is... Waiting for five. Okay. John Tavares. Okay. Steven, maybe five. Steven Stamkos. Six. Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane's not before. I said 2010. Oh, well, I... I said since 2010. Give me... No, give me five players since 2010. And Stamkos was 2009? Yeah. Okay, no, no. Eight. Give me since... Tavares was nine. Give me... Oh, give me since 2010. In the past 12 years is what I'm asking. Give me five. Okay. I can only name... Taylor four. I can only name four. Taylor Hall. I can only he name four. He won an four. MVP. He won an MVP in this league. You I can't want four. Taylor Hall. And yeah, he's been pa- he's been passed around like a fucking hooker in Vegas. Please, nobody fucking wants him for a reason. Give me four. Give me four legit first round picks that have been locks that you would pay eight times eight any day of the week for. McKinnon, Ekblad, McDavid, Matthews. I'll thank pay you. All four, of four. That's okay. it. it. Means the other six. Go ahead, name the other six. I, I go ahead, name the other. Well, Yakupov's a bust. Go ahead, bust. Ryan Eugene Hopkins bust. is not a bust, but he's not a number one overall pick. Heisher, bust. Dalian. Bust. Not a bust, dude. You can't say he's a bust, bro. He plays... He's a... He's so good, Rasmus Dalian. He, he plays on the Sabres, bro. What do you want him to do? Jack Hughes, we don't know. Lafreniere, we don't know. Owen Power obviously hasn't played a game yet. Hey, newsflash for you. You know, the, you know 90% of the time, the, the first round so, pick goes to a bad team. You, well, you just so, said... You just said that... I just... I just told... I just just proved to you that... It's, it's basically 50%. Like 50% chance, basically. If you're you're not gonna count Taylor Hall, I'll count Taylor Hall because he won an MVP in this league. So winning an MVP in this league is is legit. Yeah. No matter what the fact. It, it's is. real. It's real legit. Okay. That's why I get uh, passed around. Every team doesn't want him. He won an now MVP he finally MVP. found a spot in Boston where he's around other talent. Exactly. He okay. still won an MVP. So. He's around other talent. He was definitely because he wasn't good on Arizona. He wasn't good on Edmonton. He wasn't good on Buffalo. Good on New he Jersey. wasn't good. On, yeah. Okay. Was he in New Jersey? For fucking what? Won an weeks? MVP, dude. He won an MVP in New Jersey. What are yeah. you saying? So then, why didn't they keep him if he was that good? He, he, he walked for money. What are you talking about, dude? No, what are you talking about? I don't. I, I'm telling you, he he literally okay, carried yeah. the Devils to the playoffs this, and won an MVP. This play, yeah, the, this player is the best in his draft class, and he's I been. Never and he's been I never said that. I never said that. No, the whole argument was, yo, who are the players? We just went through the players who were best in their draft class. So out of the ten year, out of the ten years, I just gave you from four, 2010 bro. I just gave you four. to 2020. Okay, we agreed on four. And now, right. you, now you're like nitpicking yeah. for an extra so, one. But now we're not going to count Hughes and Lafreniere, or are we going to? No, count I them? just said not counting the last the last two or three so years. So I said that like okay. Let the viewers rewind it. So from 2010. 10 to 2018 that's that's in my words taylor hall one mckinnon two ekblad three mcdavid four matthews five and then darlene five and a half that's five and a half out of the out of the eight years so i don't know what you're talking about that's that's pretty good okay you keep putting darlene in that shit and they're like all right so take him out and it's still five out of eight no because who else is in darlene's fucking draft class that that would that that a team would love to have over him there's there's plenty of fucking people bro there's plenty of people. Plus, there's plenty. There's plenty of people that I'd rather have fucking Kirill the Thrill over Lafreniere. This, this, like, this, this is just a stupid argument. Kirill the Thrill got drafted way long ago. That's it's why he's stupid. 27 years old. It's stupid, but he was a rookie. 
He's what doesn't matter? He's like 26 years old. It's just a stupid argument. Donnelly in there, Shvetchikov, Kotniemi, Brady Kachuk, Quinn Hughes, Wallstrom, Dobson, whatever, Keandre Miller. Doesn't matter. Just saying. No, I just I disagree with you paying you 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 liking to pay a player eight times eight because he's the first overall pick and showed a hint of potential, a hint. And now you know he's injury prone. Makes it makes no sense. It just makes no sense. And I just proved to you that right, fucking this, I'll, that fine. first overall picks mean dick. I'm saying right now the number can the You'll num- know when a first overall pick means something. Like Connor Bedard is mean something. Other than that, like you can tell within the next whatever amount of years it means shit. Shane Wright is supposed to be legit. All right. Half, we'll put a poll up and see how many people know who Shane Wright is. Probably not. Nobody. Because, because we're no- avid hockey fans. A lot of people aren't. If they're listening to us and they listen to episode one, they should be avid hockey fans if they followed us this long. Then I don't know why he's going to know who Shane Wright is. Um, fine. Eight million is high, definitely high right now, but it can be unbelievable in two, three years from now. That's if the cap gets raised. Yeah. But even if, I mean... Jack Hughes becomes a point-per-game player. Point-per-game players in the NHL now are making 10-plus. So, or, you know, around that 9.5 number. So, the number seems high now, but I think it's not too much of a risk when you're going in on a number one overall pick. All right, let's just let's get rid of the fucking Devils, Jack, Jack Hughes. He returned and they lost, so it doesn't really matter. Um, Evander Kane cleared waivers today. So, it looks like he's just done. Because he's a talented player, but no one wants... You know, what comes with him. People like his hockey ability, but they don't like the off-ice drama and stuff. So, which sucks because he would fit in on a lot of teams, you know. Maybe maybe a team will, will you know, go for him at, like, the deadline or something. Nah. You just don't you think he's fully done? Yep. Read an article of Rangers to stay very far away from him. And if, that, if that's the case, and there's, there's not a team out there that needs him. No. I mean... Not even a bottom tier team. Not even, not even like a Chicago or like a Montreal needs them. They don't need that shit. Nobody needs it, especially not Chicago. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Bring more drama to that team. Yeah. No. Nah, no. Everyone wants drama free. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but looks like he he's gonna be done for a little bit until he can maybe figure out his own personal and outside of hockey shit. So. Um, recently UBS arena opened. I was at opening night. Rob, I believe went to the Islanders Penguins game. That snooze fest. Uh, I'll just give you my honest opinion on the arena. Um, it's, it's not fully finished. Uh, there's still, I guess things that I obviously outside the arena, it's like a shit show right now with the whole, they have a whole parking garage. That's not even finished built yet. There's a mall that has to be built across the street. There's a lot outside of the arena that has to get fixed. And that's why I know a lot of people had complaints about the parking and stuff like that. Um, but I believe inside it's just, you know, state of the art. It really is a beautiful arena and I'm just ecstatic about it. It's just unfortunate that they had to open the arena on such a weird, weird roster that they had to put out. Cause it's just, it was a little unfair for the Islanders, but yeah, I think the NHL needed those games, is what I'll say. So, your opinion on the arena? Yeah, it's it's nice. It's got no personality, though, to me. It's got no personality. It's just, it's a really nice arena. Might even be too nice for the franchise. Just as, like, the barn had, like, personality. You know what I mean? You, you know what I mean? Like, there was life in the barn. This is like, this is like, I don't know. It's like. I don't know. It's like a poor man walking down Rodeo Drive. And it's like, wow, it looks really nice. And then the poor man live, lives on the street there for three years and then gets tired of it. Like, well, everything looks the same. It's all brick. The escalators are all lit up. Like, it looks really, really cool now. And then three, four years down the line, it's going to be like, it's it's not even going to be like a thought in your head. It's going to be like, this has been our home arena. This is our arena. And that's really it. Like, it's a, it's a very nice arena. Don't get me wrong. It's just that, like, it's one of those things where it's like, holy shit, crazy now. And then it's just like, whatever. I think it's awesome. You know what I mean? And in, and, and, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it's awesome. 17 bars. Bars are open two hours before the game, two hours after the game. Eventually, there'll be a sports book downstairs. It's, they have a restaurant. Um, and then again, when across the street, they're going to open that whole Belmont Mall area. And it's going to have a whole shopping center. Who knows? Maybe bars and stuff. It's going to be a whole, you know, a whole, a whole deal when you go to an Islanders game. But I think it was awesome. I just... 
I guess I, I kind of want to hop into this because I'm a little frustrated. I mean, obviously I can't defend them the, them by the Islanders. I can't really defend them anymore because the last, you know, three games of the road trip, they really weren't hurt that bad by COVID. I believe it was just Bailey and then Pulak got hurt. So, I mean, it was just really two players out of the lineup. But then right before the home opener, you find out that there's no Anders Lee, there's no... Brock Nelson, there's no Adam Pellick, there's no Andy Green, there's no Kiefer Bellows, there's no Anthony Bovillier, and the list just goes on and on, and you're just like, is the NHL going to postpone a game? Are they really going to have this this team with this lineup play against another NHL team? I mean, look what they did with the Ottawa Senators. I mean, the Ottawa Senators ended up being um, three more pl- uh, three more players and a coach had COVID and they shut it down. So, I mean, if you're really going to consider 10 players rather than seven players, not an outbreak and not enough to, to shut down the season for the Islanders, I think it's just a little bit of a joke. And I really think that the NHL needed those first few games at UBS revenue wise. I, I think it was a little bit, it's a little bit shady because, and then now the, now after the fact, you know, after they play their first three games at home, you know, the, the, the Toronto game and the Ranger game where you know this they're going to bring in, you know, sold out crowds then then they cancel it right after. It's like I just think I find it a little shady and a little unfair. I'm not going to defend the way they the way they've been playing because they're not they're not playing at the same level that they were last year at all. It's actually a little embarrassing and I don't know what what needs to be done to change this because a gun to my head are the Islanders gonna make the playoffs? I'm gonna say no. That's just the, that's just my legit answer, and I'm not gonna bullshit you. And obviously, there's a little inside of me that's saying like, you know, two years ago this team won 15 out of 17, and they won 12 in a row. Like, if something like that can happen, then yes, they can get back into the mix and make a rush for the playoffs. But unless this team doesn't like, this team has to go on a on a streak. And I think everyone, I mean, I don't want to sound, I don't sound like a genius saying this. This is just pretty standard. They need to win and they need to win like now, like there's no eight losses in a row is very, very hard to come around. And the fact that you didn't even get a point in eight of these losses is just, is just bad. I just, I I also think that the past four losses or four or five losses are unfair to the fact that you have players like, like that Islander Ranger game was just unfair. Like you half the roster you couldn't even name. I bet you were like right, you were probably watching and you were like, "Who the hell are these guys?" On the Islanders roster. Don't don't, don't fucking start with me with this shit. What? Fuck! Don't don't start with me. Don't start with me. All right, so yeah, that's my opinion. Well, I, do you believe that they should have shut the season down or no? There's there's a rule. There's a rule and nobody knows of it. It it seems to be using your context clues that ten players. And maybe and or coaching staff. I'm just going to stick with 10 players. 10 players get COVID. That's when we cancel the season. So if nine players have COVID, they're not going to do it. Why I'm using these context clues is because when Ottawa had seven players had COVID, they didn't shut it down. When Ottawa had eight players, they didn't shut it down. When Ottawa had nine players and a coach, they still didn't shut it down. The minute the 10th player got COVID, that's when they shut it down for Ottawa. So 10 seems to be 10 players or That's whatever. a rule. It it seems to be because because then if there's not a if there's not an if there's not a written rule somewhere not, in the NA, if there's not no. a written rule somewhere in the NHL right now, then teams would teams would choose when they want to fucking quit. So the fucking Penguins would be a great team would have been a great team earlier on in the season when Crosby was out, Malkin was out, Gensel was out, Latang was out to be like mean? Yo, we got like two or three, two or three of these players got COVID. I you think can't two or three is like COVID cases. No, no, no. So there was there was a handful of there was a handful of penguins that had COVID cases, but then there were also players on top but of that. There was three. Th- okay, like two or three. Okay, but what's the difference between two or three or seven? The same difference between their seven and ten. Like there has to be a number. You can't you can't jerk. There has to be a written number somewhere, and I guarantee you, it's it's out there, and and general managers are aware of it, but the public is not because well, it can't be a number because the there has to be how we got shut down with seven. There has to be a number. There can't be because we got shut down with seven. So we just so got, then Ottawa should be pissed because Ottawa should have turned around and been like, why didn't we get shut down at seven? So maybe you guys lucked out. Maybe they, well, I think well the Ottawa cases happened at once. They woke up the next day with ten cases. It wasn't like. The Islanders started with four. The next day was six. The next day was seven. It was it was a three day deal. Does, I'm, all I'm saying is there got to be a number out there somewhere. Well, the, well, I'm the, thinking it's so, ten. So that's what. Can you do? You do you think the Islanders got fucking played? No, not at all. 
Not at all. How can you say the Islanders got played but not the Ottawa Senators? I, I, the Senators didn't play any games. What did, right, because they got three games postponed. One against the one against the Rangers. But the, exactly, they didn't. The Islanders had to play three games with a AHL roster. Yeah, the but they didn't then, have to play. But now all of a sudden, you guys have less players that have COVID than Ottawa, and you guys are missing games too. You guys are missing games, but and we you guys should be played, losing. We should, but we shouldn't have played the games in the first place. The, got, the Senators got away with not playing any games with all those with all the players out. Now you guys are getting rid of getting away with these games. Getting away? You're getting away from these games. No, the yeah. game shouldn't be played at all. Is what I'm saying. I don't know. For you to say I that is just you being a biased Ranger fan because you got lucky that you had to play a fucking AHL team that you barely beat. No, you want to hear something biased? I'll tell you something biased. I'll tell you the fucking the five and ten, five ten and two Islander fan turns around and says the first game at UBS with their full with the almost their full fucking arena. Everybody without Josh Bailey turns around and says, "If we had if we had a full roster tonight, we we would beat Calgary." Who who at that time was the favorites to win this Stanley? One hundred percent. Yeah, that's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard in my then life. Then why were they still Robbie? Why Dude. were they still a Vegas favorite with half the lineup out? Tell me why. Because you're the one that's always about these why, Vegas why, lines and, and I, all this. I, bro, I, why? I, I explained to you and I'll explain to everyone because Markstrom was not confirmed until five minutes before the game because they didn't know who they were going to start. They might have started Vladar and Vladar only had nine career starts because they were playing a better team the next day at TD Garden four hours away. That's why they almost and put And they in, still went with Markstrom. And they still went with Markstrom and good decision because... The, out of, because they went to Boston and they won two nothing. They scored Johnny Gaudreau uh, two nothing four one. They scored fucking two goals right away in the first period. Johnny Gaudreau one minute and fifty nine seconds of the game. So great move on Calgary. That's why Calgary is up there and that's why the Islanders are down there. No, okay, and, I, and I'm fucking sick of something. And I'm sick of Islander fans. This fucking half team bullshit. This this half. How is bullshit. it? How is it bullshit? I t- because I'll tell you something right How now. I'll tell you something right now. Yeah, I'll me. tell you something right tell now me. because when you guys had a full team, you guys weren't fucking winning either. You guys That's weren't winning false. either. Okay. okay, five wins on the season, and guess what? Three of them came from the bottom three teams in the NHL: Car- uh, Chicago, Arizona, and Montreal. So you guys only got two legit wins. So get the fuck out of here! If okay. you guys had a full roster, you'd be beating teams up. You guys wouldn't even be close to the top. Okay. So chill. You got it's it's one thing if you guys came out and you guys were like. One like would come out opening night all hot. Yeah, man, we just yeah we we fucking took Tampa Bay, the Stanley Cup champions last year. Seven games we lost by a penalty shot. We come out, we're playing the top team in the fucking Metropolitan, the Carolina Hurricanes, and we're gonna fucking one goal game. No, you guys got killed six three. Then you guys got killed against Florida. Like you guys aren't even like fucking close to the question. Even when you guys had a full roster, so don't come in now and say we shut out. So shut out Vegas. Shut out Winnipeg. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, Vegas and Winnipeg. Those are two wins. Those are two wins. Okay, you guys. So got. those are. Two we're on the road. We, we, we went fucking okay. five now. All of a sudden, here comes the okay. here comes the road talk. Here comes the road talk. Well, guess oh, because the, the road yeah. doesn't count. Well, let me t- no. Let me tell you something. You're not making the playoffs, winning 41 home games. You got to win road games. You got to win a yeah, good no majority. Shit. Of we went home. over this last episode that okay. we went 21 four and three at home and equally 500 on the road. I don't know what you're talking about. And the fact is that we had to play for you say this half roster bullshit. It's not no, that's no, that's every one of you motherfucking Islander fans. We'd be winning these games if we if we had a full roster. I'd say we'd we're be winning, but we'd definitely be in these games because No, no you wouldn't. No you wouldn't. How do you know, Rob? How do you fucking know? Because you weren't winning when you guys had a full fucking roster. That's how I know. You guys had a full roster, and you guys still weren't winning games. Relax. That's how I know. Clearly, you get bothered easily. No, because I just I just went over explaining to you exactly. You and don't then you know come that. Out and ask because me because you don't know that. I watched the first fourteen games of the season. Of course, all I know that. Road. All you, on the road. All on the road. Do and anything? the only teams you beat were Arizona, Montreal, and Chicago. No. That's sad. Vegas. That's and sad. Winnipeg That's and sad. Winnipeg. So That's beat. three out of five of your wins came to three of the bottom teams so in the NHL. What? So what, dude? What do you mean? So, I'm telling you, so what? That's how I know you guys wouldn't be game winning games right now. That what do you mean? So you what? That's exactly why. Because you don't know, bro. We lost to the Pittsburgh Penguins one nothing with a half NHL roster. Right. We literally played an even game with the Rangers. It was the shots were twenty. You're on that now. Yeah. Yo, I'm, the bi- I'm, the bias, yeah. I'm the biased Ranger fan. Did you I'm not the watch the games? Yeah. Did you not watch anything? Did you watch opening Bro. night against Calgary? Oh Did you watch god. opening night? Did you- oh my god. Did you watch was- opening night against oh Calgary? Oh my god. Did you watch opening night against Calgary? Dude, you weren't even you were watching that game, you weren't even sober. So don't even start okay. with me. You yeah. have no idea anything about that game. Yep. You couldn't even tell me anything about preservation in that game. You yep. have no idea what goes on in the NHL. You've never fucking played a game of hockey in your life. You have no idea what the fuck is going on right now. Yep. So don't don't start with me. Did I watch Calgary? The Ranger game was an even game get the fuck out of here what what are you like 
What drugs are you on? Pittsburgh was even? Please. You guys couldn't even make a tape-to-tape pass in that game. And we you lost guys were, nothing. You guys were clearing the power... Yeah, you guys were clearing the power play by on yourself, Bro, man. we have fucking Andy Andrioff on the ice. Paul Ledoux. Avu Koiva. Like, who are these guys, dude? You don't even know who they are. Great. Great. And, and the, but the thing I'm saying is if they weren't on the ice, you guys still wouldn't be winning because you guys weren't and winning you before. That. You guys weren't and winning you before that. that. I just that. explained to you, and now you're going to ask me again, how do you know that? And I'm just going to say for the 4,000th time, you guys weren't winning in the beginning of the season either. And, and then you're going to say, wow, you got, we weren't, we weren't a, we're not an away team. And I'm going to say, well, you have to be an away team to make the playoffs because you cannot make the playoffs winning 41 home games and that's it. So don't, don't sit here and tell me that like, this is all, is all because we have a half a roster, which well, we is don't completely have, untrue. It but, is and, true. And that, is true. and that your half a roster right now is competing with the teams you're they playing. Did. They did. They competed is, with the Rangers that, that night. Si- not even close, bro. That wasn't even a close game. Oh, my dude, God. I, dude, oh Islander fans God. right now are probably looking at you be like, this guy is the most biased motherfucker in the you're world. You're the most biased Timmy, motherfucker, Timmy, dude. go ahead. Timmy, an Islander fan. Timmy, did you watch the Ranger Islander game? I did. The shots were 21-21, dude. You think you, you like, oh. you think the ice was like this? Tilt Yo, who won that? Who deserved to win that game? Who dominated that game? Dominated? I wouldn't say. The Rangers were the better team by no. I'm not, as, I'm not asking Timmy who dominated that game. For forget the score. I don't give a fuck. Could have been four Islanders. Who deserved to win that game? The Rangers. Was it close? Yes. 100% was it close, close, Timmy? Not. It wasn't a complete blowout. But wasn't. I'd say the ice was definitely no. Strong. Okay, if 100 percent, if 100 percent is a blowout and 50 percent is an even game, where do you put that game? Sixty. No higher than 60, and you're crazy to say so. The Rangers... I'm asking are, a fellow Islander fan. Just okay. quiet down for five seconds. Okay. I'm going about quiet down. You're fucking screaming, dude. 70%. 70%. I'll take it. I think it's a little higher than that, but I'll take it. Go ahead. We could, we could move on. No. We could move on to your next soul, question. Dude. Is if, no, no. you never let me talk. You're an you idiot. just talk over No, someone. you just keep talking. I'm trying to make a point. Uh, you asked me about the Islanders. I make, you went on your Islanders rant. I didn't say a fucking word. You'd ask me about how the Islanders are doing, and all of a sudden I go on my rant, and all of a sudden I get to fucking talk me yes, over. How talk can over, you talk say? Over. No, here you go. You're doing it again, again. No, I'm just like, I'm asking, let me, let me speak. How can you say that a team that has 10 players out of their lineup, one starting defenseman, in the, out of their starting six, and you're saying, oh, they'd still not win if they had their full roster. How do you know? Because How do you know? Because they've yet to play a full, they've yet to play a full strength game at home where we already went over how the Islanders rely on matchups. So we already went over that. So they've yet to play a full strength game. Now we're bringing seven minor league players who don't know the system, who n- never played a fucking NHL game before, and they get they get blown out by whoever they fucking play, and you're saying, it wouldn't be different if we had our full roster, that same roster that was fucking back-to-back top four in the league? How could you say that? That's just you saying, oh, you watched the game with a third line and a fourth line, that you literally can't even name them as NHL players because they're not NHL players. They're AHL players. So, I, I, I don't know, and we lost to the Pittsburgh Penguins. I don't care who deserved to win one nothing. With an AHL roster. We held the New York Rangers to 21 shots with an NHL roster. We literally were in a 3-2 game in the third period against the Calgary Flames with an AHL roster. So you're telling me bringing eight NHL players back to the lineup, it's not going to make a difference? You're crazy. You're crazy and biased for you to say that. Biased and crazy. I'm not, I'm not going to go over it again because I went over it twice. I'm not going to go over it. Bring your fucking players back and go fucking play like you played the first 10, 15 games of the season. On the road at home. Do it. Go ahead. Do it. We'll see who makes the fucking play. Went five, six, and two. Go ahead. All on the road. Go ahead. Against, yeah, you, sp- you spoiled Montreal, Bro, we've Ar- also been playing Arizona, and in- Chicago. We've been playing insane teams, dude. Insane teams. You just, you just got off your own fucking dick saying, we're just top four in the league, bro. We yeah. just made it this far back to back years. And now yeah. all of a sudden, we're playing top teams. This is why we're losing. No, you're either at the top or you're not at the top. They're the second most One points. The, are you in the top? Okay. Are you in the top? Are you, Again, are, are you over a, me. I'm asking you a question. Are you in the top right now? Right now? No, clearly not. Why would we be at the top? What have we proven to be at the top? Were you at the Were you at the top when you had your full roster? Uh, no. I'd say we were middle, middle. From still, a, still okay. in the Super Sixteen from the NHL after okay. the road trip. Yeah. Did you Did you look at the power rankings today? No. Why okay. would I, dude? Because my roster isn't a fucking NHL roster. Why would I look? You think I'm exci- excited to go watch an, a hockey game and I have to literally? When you, when you had your full roster in the Sweet Sixteen, where were you? 
I'm saying if the Islanders played the Rangers with a full roster, we would have demolished you guys. Okay. You were in the Sweet 16, and where were you? Like 11? 12? 11. 12. Do you know that for a fact? Uh, I don't Do you mind looking that up? I want to see the I want to see the NHL power rankings put a 5-10-4 team 12th in the league. It wasn't 5-10. It was when they were 5-6-2. Literally what I said prior to COVID is what I said. Prior to COVID is literally what I said. Because if you you saying that them playing the games without half the roster doesn't have an effect on the game is biased. I didn't say that. So basically you did. I didn't say that. Maybe if you maybe if you just didn't talk over me and listen to me, oh I would tell you why I said what I said. Because the fans heard it twice. I'm not repeating it again. So don't repeat it. I'm, I'm not no repeating it again. Scream anyway. Okay. I wouldn't have to scream if you wouldn't just talk over me all the time. I let you talk all the time, bro. All the time. That's crazy for you to even say that. I'm not going to be able to find it. It's so far down. It was literally a month ago. What do, what do you want okay. me to do? No. I find that very, very hard to believe. Because at 5, because at five 6, and 1, you guys were under 500, which means you were last in the Metropolitan. So to put the last team in the division in the... In the I'll even give you the benefit. I'd say 12th place in the suite in the Super 16. You're in the top half of the NHL, but the bottom of the Metropolitan Division with an under 500 record is bananas. And that's after you guys won three wins off of those three teams. I find that very, very hard to believe. November 11th. 13th. Down from 12th. November 11th. When was November 11th in the season? Veterans Day. Let's see. November 11th was... The last, that was when we, that was right before we played Tampa. So let's see if I go to the one after that. So we were f around 500 then. No, we weren't in it. November 18th, let's see. Yeah, it was right before the home opener. We weren't in it. But right before that, we were, so. I've got nothing else to say. I I said my piece. Yeah. And I said it twice, so I'm not repeating it. Okay. Um, yeah. Us Rangers will wait patiently. We'll wait till the end of... We'll wait till fucking next year if we have to. To play your full roster. To, pro to prove to you that... And, and trust me, the Rangers aren't playing. Our Rangers aren't playing real, real good at this point. But they're they're definitely playing a lot better. But we'll patiently wait. We'll wait for you to get your shit together. We don't mind. We're okay where we are, sitting at twenty games, third in the division, with plenty of fucking games at hand. We're okay where we are. Yeah. Very lucky, luckiest team in the league, I'd say. Okay. Very lucky. They're so the answer to your question on your thing is the Rangers legit? You're going to say no? They're not legit at all. Okay. They're a good team. They're a playoff team. I agree with they're, you. They're a bubble team. I agree with you. The Rangers are not legit because the definition of legit to me is top three in the league. There are three teams in this in this league that are legit. And it's the Carolina Hurricanes, it's the Florida Panthers, <clears throat> and it's the Washington Capitals. Those are your three legit teams. Avalanche are legit. Those are your three legit teams. See, the problem is you can't you can't you can't name five or six teams that are legit because five because five or six teams is is twenty percent of the NHL. The twenty percent of the NHL can't be legit. No, there's there's three teams that are fucking unbelievable. Would take any other team any given day. Doesn't matter if they're home away, fucking playing in a Vancouver bubble. Doesn't matter. Those three teams I just named. Colorado is not a legit team. They are not up there with those teams. Those teams, there's a clear divide between those three teams and the rest of the NHL. Calgary is on. See, I put the Rangers. The Rangers aren't near the Calgary. They aren't near the aren't near the Edmontons. They're not there. The, those those guys are directly underneath. The Rangers are probably right underneath Edmonton. They're probably right there. If I had to put a number on the Rangers right now, the Rangers would probably be about probably ninth or tenth in the NHL. I agree. I think we're in the top thirty three percent quantile of the NHL, but to put them any higher than that, I, then I'd have to start putting them ahead to teams that we lost to, and which would be like Edmonton and I, I just Toronto. Toronto. I, I just can't do that. I mean, Rangers in Toronto, both times they played, they played an even game, but player for player, Toronto is a better team. So, yeah. The, the first time the Rangers played Toronto was not an even game. You even said that. But the, I think the, la the last time, I think the Rangers outplayed Toronto. So you want to put both games together, I think they were both both bo evenly played match, both of them. So you want to put Rangers deserve to win the second one. Toronto deserve to win the first one. So, okay. Yeah, I just don't think they're uh, 
I think they're a very lucky team right now that's relying on good goaltending and timely goal scoring. And that's just about I will that. say something that, that the Rangers are the most efficient team in the NHL. Which doesn't last. That's all I'm saying. Doesn't last. Shooting percentage like this doesn't last. That's what I'm saying. Let them let all the Ranger fans be on cloud nine right now. Let them be, please. I'm not saying you guys aren't a good team because you definitely are. You have you have too many good pieces on the team not to be good, but you are nowhere deep enough to make a run in the playoffs. I am not where you are easily broken down. That defensive system is easily broken down. Like even when you go back to the Islander game, there were just two on ones, like just Wallstrom in front of the net, like just so many opportunities that will end up in the back of the net if it was anybody else, and it's just. I just for you to put up twenty one shots and then you're it's embarrassing. Like it's embarrassing. Yeah, so I just don't think uh that they can make a run this year. I think they'll get in. I think they're gonna be a wild card team. I think there'll be another team in the Metro that'll jump them and they'll be a wild card team. But I just don't see a team that's not deep that just relies on timely scoring that'll just has done very good at real, at timely scoring this year. That's gonna make any type of run in the playoffs. So that's basically all I got on that. Uh, wild card seems to be a little low for me. Um, I know I put I didn't even make them have them making the playoffs, but you know, we're, guys, we're twenty five percent of the way through here now. We got to start thinking. You know, we all hear that statistic right at Thanksgiving time. If you're in a playoff spot now, you have an eighty percent chance of making the playoffs. There is a very clear divide in the Metropolitan between the top three and the, and the rest of the thing. And there's an even bigger clear divide, in my opinion, between the Rangers and the top two. So I think the Rangers are going to stay exactly where they are. Unless we get into some type of trouble where we, we you know, major injuries or let's say COVID or let's say MSG blows up or something. I, I, in case of like a big scenario, I think the Rangers are going to stick exactly. I think they're glued right where we are. Do, do we have the chance? I think we have a better chance of going up than down. And that sounds a little biased, but if you if you look at these games, we have we have a good shot. We have a good shot here. We already played we already played Washington once. We now have games games in hand because we had two games get canceled on us this season against two weaker teams in the league. So I think the Rangers have a good shot here to really move up. But not moving up is not going to do anything. Moving up is just going to give us home ice. But as terms of playoffs, the way the Rangers are playing now, I said a couple episodes ago, Rangers Rangers would be overachieving if they made it to the second round. They they would because the Rangers that they still have no playoff experience. The only thing that's going to help the Rangers is filling, finishing as high as they can in the standings and playing a wild card team that right now is looking like going to be looking like Columbus because it looks like there's going to be one from one from the Atlantic too. So it might be like a Columbus or a Boston, which Columbus is not going to hold. Okay, it might be a Boston or a, a Philadelphia. That's Philadelphia is right above the Islanders. I like I I I, I don't know. I'm I'm spitballing because we're twenty five percent through the season. All I know is the teams that are underneath us, we haven't lost to them yet. Seriously, everybody that's been in the Metropolitan below us, we haven't lost yet. We're playing the Philadelphia Flyers tonight. We've only lost one divisional game, and that was against the top team in the NHL. We've only lost one game versus the teams in the Atlantic, and that was against the second matchup against Toronto. We beat Boston already. We beat Florida already. I, I like again in games that you didn't deserve to win, which is why I think in the long run it's not going to last. This lucky putting up fifteen shots against the Florida Panthers and winning four to three like that never works in the NHL, and we know that. So that's why I don't think this success is going to last. Like I, they're due to go on a little losing streak here, or like out of ten, win three games. Like it's going to happen. This team isn't that good. Like you watch them and you're not like wow, they're overpowered. It's like wow. I don't see any wow factor with them. They have their wow factor is that Igor Shosturkin's playing the best hockey of his life. Adam Fox is Adam Fox, and Adam Panarin, Adam <laughs> Artemi Panarin is Panarin. Other than that, no one else is. I think Zabinajad has not impressed me this year. Besides, he had that one nice pass to Kreider. I think that was in the Montreal game. Other than that, again, but even though the bad teams that you say these bad teams, like you're just getting by the Islanders, you're just getting by Montreal. Just getting by Buffalo, winning with point one seconds left. Like these games shouldn't be coin flips if you're that good. That's what I'm saying. And that's three, that's three wow factors. That's pretty good. Oh, I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead, continue your thought. I just, I just don't think that this timely, like I said, timely scoring, which they've, they've had like against Buffalo, they don't score with point one seconds left. That was a great play by Zavinajad again. So I'll give them that play too. But 
that game goes on to three three on three overtime, and again, three on three overtime is a fucking who knows who's gonna win three on three overtime. But yeah, I think they're good. Don't get me wrong. I think the Rangers are a good team, but they are not top five in the league. Well, I wouldn't say they're around ten. I think they're just around ten. I think there's a lot of teams I'd say are better than them. I actually want to name. I, okay, wanna... I just agreed with you. I already said ten. We're in the top thirty-three percent quantile. I, I like that. Um, okay, so Kreider third in scoring. Uh, well, that was before. That was when they played the last game. He's behind, yeah, Kreider, sure. He, he's behind. Yeah. The I, I hate him. I don't even want to say his name. Okay. The is power it, play. Is that a wow factor? Yeah, the power play. He's Kreider, saying, you're Kreider right. having a career year. Is, is right a wow now, factor. yeah, his power play is just unbelievable. He's just finishing on the power play. It's crazy. I'll say one more thing about the New York Rangers, and then I'll hop off this topic. Because <clears throat> this was... This was the only shed. This is what's starting to turn my thought process with the Rangers right now, and I have full faith in the New York Rangers making the playoffs. And it's because of this one simple fact. For those of you that watched the Buffalo Sabres game, when when fucking Zabinajad made that play at the end of the game, and everyone's who Ryan, who saw Gallant lay lay into him? Anybody else see that? Yeah. Let me tell you something right now. That's something I've been waiting to see. And you guys, after listening to me episode after episode, have th- this is exactly what I wanted to see. It's not all fucking rainbows and, and cupcakes out there. You can make the great play. But listen, if there's some accountability that needs to be held on that team, Gallant, or he, he doesn't even go by Gallant. I just learned. Yeah, it goes by Gallant. Gallant is obviously going to hold you accountable for it. And it doesn't matter whether you're the best player or the worst player. He's going to rip into you. And he'll rip into you right then and there on the you know bench. He doesn't about? have to hide it. Yeah. It was about I the referee. Was, I know it was about the referee. He just he, yeah. he didn't want Savannah Jad complaining to the ref. Yeah, he was complaining the whole way. And you know what? David Quinn would have shrugged it off his shoulders and went in and started popping champagne with the fucking team. Yeah, guys, we score 1.1. No, Gallant don't take that shit. And that's why I am now behind the New York Rangers. I think that we're going to go far. And it's and honestly, it's because we have a great coach. And I'm going to stick with this. He's a, he's a great coach. He's probably, he's a, yeah, he's got some Elaine Vigneault characteristics. Calm, cool, and collective is what I like to call it. But that's about it. Really happy what I'm, what I'm seeing with the New York Rangers. I'm really happy to see um, that we're dominating the Metropolitan Division so far with one loss to Washington. All right. Yeah. In closing remarks. Uh, last thing about the Islanders. Light schedule coming up. Their next seven games. We got San Jose, Detroit, Chicago, Ottawa, Nashville, Devils, Detroit again. So... There's ever a time to turn it around. Getting like I said, you got Adam Pellick back from COVID, Andrews Lee back from COVID, Josh Bailey back from COVID. The team's hopefully starting to come together. Obviously, we'll still be without Brock Nelson and Ryan Pulak, but if there's a time to start a win streak, it would be against these weaker teams. So, also uh, McDavid versus Crosby tonight on TNT should be a good one. Obviously, you won't hear this episode until after the game, but again, that's you know two. The best player of the of our generation versus, I guess, the new best player. So should be a good one, um, and hope you guys check that out. So we will hear from you guys next week. Keep voting on the polls. Keep voting on the polls. We want to see you finish first. At least I do. Power in numbers, boys. Power in numbers. All right, peace.